Welcome back to the Lockout Podcast. Welcome back, Maddie, Carol, and a special hey. welcome to our fourth driver, Kat, who's currently patiently waiting in the pits. Uh, Daniela here, and I've got a voice that's about as reliable as a Ferrari engine after three races, but <laughs> we're going to try huh? and get through this. Yeah, we, we'll do our best. How are you guys going? Good. Pretty good. good. Yeah. Yourself? Nice. Uh, you know, been better, been worse, but it's <laughs> oh, all right. You were crook over the weekend. But at least you had the, we had the weekend off from racing. Didn't have the bad hour sleep. Had the weekend off from had racing. To, got to recover. Right. Yeah, how yeah. about you? How was your weekend? Yeah, it was nice. Like I said, it was it was good to have the weekend off, just kind of recover, get mm. back into a sleeping pattern to, I guess, throw it all out of whack at, at the just, end of this week again. Yeah, just checking out everyone's stories from Europe, just oh, wishing you were somewhere in dude. the sun, lying on a beach. Raining and cold here and everyone's living it up over there. 40 degrees in Ireland, unheard of. 40 like, on the island. Coming from 40. here, coming Jeez. from here, that's not it's not too yeah. not too rare. So they wouldn't even know what to do with themselves in. 40 no, degrees. they're losing their minds. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Well, look, even though it was a week off from F1, there's obviously still a lot to cover. The news just never stops when it comes to that, and I think the biggest news of the week was Danny Rick coming out on Instagram, um, feeling the need oh, to sort post. of yeah to confirm his future. So for everyone that hasn't seen it. Um, this was his post. Um, There's been a lot of rumours about my future in Formula One, but I want you to hear it from me. I'm committed to McLaren until the end of the uh, end of next year, and I'm not walking away from the sport. I appreciate it hasn't always been easy, but who wants easy? I'm working my ass off with the team to make improvements and get the car right and back to the front where it belongs. I still want this more than ever. See you at Le Casselet, Daniel. I mean, where do we even start on this one? If you're at the point in your career or the point in your little bad patch where you have to put a post out yeah. to kind of defend yourself, I think it says it's pretty bad. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, good for him for trying to defend himself, but the fact that you're putting it out there just shows, like, there, there's some wor- there's some worrying signs in, in his apartment. So mm, Absolutely. Yeah. There could be a little bit of psychology behind it there, you know, make him feel better, do that. But you know what? How floppy are contracts lately? Yeah. You know, how yeah. many times have they changed in the middle of the year? So, you know, that's really nice, Ricardo. And yeah, I'd love to see you stay. And I believe mm. you've got so much more to give, you know, but I... But he's feeling the pressure. He is, he's of course he is, you know. The there's, there's somebody shadowing his seat all yeah. the time. There's yeah. somebody shadowing everybody's seat all the time, but particularly he's really feeling it and he's in the limelight. Yeah. yeah. And he's been been there now the whole season. And I think as well after Zach Brown's comments in Monaco, everyone knows that only Danny can back himself out of this this contract. McLaren, I mean, they could pay him out of his contract. At the end of the day, it's a piece of paper. But the easiest way is for him to basically say at the end of the year, no, I'm downing tools. I don't feel like And they're always like tightening the screw with the pressure as well. Last week, they brought the IndyCar driver for testing and stuff like that. So there's always little things coming out. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't look good, honestly. It doesn't look good for him. No, he's under pressure. And I mean, obviously, he's not the only one. You've still got Alonso and Vettel that are currently trying to work out their contractual situations for next year. Maybe that's a little bit more clear in some ways. Um, but there's still a few moves to be made in the driver market, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, even I was uh, listening today is like, Lewis, like it's been a bit of here and there, you know, since what happened in Dubai, whether, you know, he decides to stay on or not, yeah. you know. Mm. And, you know, his contract is till the end of 23 from from what I remember, you know. Mm. So, and I've also heard that, you know, Yuki's definitely in, in the seat until, you know, yeah. the end of 23 as well. You know, I think he's got lots to bring forward as well, you know. Um, yeah. If he can keep his um, mind healthy, you know, he should yeah, be okay. Well, on that, he well, came out during the week. He's and been he's, seeing the psychologist. Yeah, he's got a new psychologist now. <laughs> Yeah. She might need to see someone. <laughs> I think yeah, he also, They might need someone <laughs> like, to after this, with him. That, <laughs> I know. The way he speaks to his team, I can't imagine how he speaks to his psychologist. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, look. I mean, good on him. I'm pretty sure he had already been seeing one throughout yeah. the season. Uh, maybe he just needed someone that works better with him. But yeah. 
he's pretty young and the fact that he acknowledges that he needs to work on himself and, and have those sports psychologists or whatever kind of psychologist he's dealing with mm. to help him better perform, good on him. I think it's impressive. Yeah, and he's a fiery little guy in the car. Like You yeah. can tell that it obviously means a lot to him and he's got potential. Like He's had good results, Yeah, but it's those last... Those last bits that he's missing. That last 5% out of the 100 yeah. that he can't convert. But maybe this will help him channel it into a better direction and put yeah. it out on the results. Hopefully. He's definitely got potential. There's no doubt about that. Like, mm. you know, and he's, yeah. he's got no fear. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. Ob- yeah, obviously he's doing something right in the Red Bull school because we've seen how ruthless they are with their young drivers. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he's still there. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. And um, speaking of people getting booted out of F1, uh, Michael Massey kind of... He went uh, to the sidelines at the start of the year, kind of a bit of a scapegoat of uh, Abu Dhabi 2021. And uh, as of this week, he's officially out of the FIA he's in all gone. capacities. And he's so, come back to Australia. And he's sure. coming his back to Australia. Are, yeah. Doesn't know what his plans are. Doesn't know what's happening next. But um, We might see him around. I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a Sydney local. He grew up in my area out in the west. Yeah, he grew yeah, up yeah. in the west. So really? I, might, yeah. I might see him around and, yeah. and see what exactly went down. Look. A bit of a soft spot. I mean, I didn't necessarily agree with how the season went because I was going for Hamilton, but True. soft spot for him because he is from the West. Yeah. <laughs> I do think they kind of pushed him to fall on the sword for it all, but yeah, yeah it was a bad season. I mean, they haven't seemed to work it out this year either. No, the situation hasn't exactly on. improved. Exactly right. So, <laughs> No, he's yeah, definitely, maybe, he's maybe definitely left his legacy. From uh, from last year. Look, he's in the history books. That's for yeah, sure. That's for he sure. definitely won't be forgotten. <laughs> yeah. that's we for came sure. here to race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> definitely won't be forgotten. Oh, look, it was it was a pretty iconic line, and and obviously it was one of the greatest season finales of all time. So, wherever he ends up in the future, um, hopefully whatever cart race or he, that he organises <laughs> in Western Sydney, wherever they let him go, he's yeah. going to be doing the same thing, creating great racing and um, and treating everyone with. You know, that, that Aussie taking no shit spirit. Exactly. So. Right. And what an experience as well, like, you know, to be, you know, such an important person so and figure in the FIA, yeah. to be around the world for those few years doing that, you know, taking on Charlie's position, you know, yeah. it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. People oh, forget impressive. he got thrust into that pretty early. He did. Yeah, exactly. yeah you know, so um, it was hard to say what role he would play, you know, mm. I'm mean, sure there could have been many opportunities, but... You know, maybe he just kind of felt like the opportunities that were presented to him just weren't the they ones that were going to be good enough for him from FI director. And that's really tough, right? True. And it's not to say later down the track something doesn't come up and he takes it on. Like, yeah, I think if that's what he needed, I'm sure he made the best decision for himself. That's absolutely right. Welcome and home. Yeah, yeah exactly. Home. And uh, fans of Drive to Survive are soon going to have something else to celebrate. Um, Keanu Reeves came out during the week saying that he's, he's going to be voicing a documentary about the 2009 F1 season. Oh, which really? uh yeah so yeah. that's nice. a classic season in the history of F1 um and this is along with um the show that Danny Ricardo is going to produce on Hulu yeah um obviously Hamilton is producing a movie uh with Brad Pitt, oh, with Brad Pitt about Pitt, F1 yeah, yeah. so there's a whole bunch of new F1 sort of TV movie there's documentary content there's a big trend content. happening now with yeah. the content going out. I mean it all I feel like it all stems from Drive to Survive like it's just shown definitely, definitely yeah that they there's that whole market to tap into that wasn't tapped into at that point and now mm. People are coming out of the cracks trying to, I guess, capitalise on it. Yeah, the eyes yeah. have been opened to like how great the sport is. Yeah, exactly. And you know, because of obviously F1 and, you know, it's it's um, it's American voice behind it all, like mm. it's, it's really been tapped out to there. I mean, we can see how yeah. many American tracks are going to be, you know, transpiring like um, as of next year as well. Yeah. And yeah. to be, even be at Miami, you could actually see the excitement. You know, even if they didn't know anything about F1, yeah. they've watched a series of, you know, Drive Survive and they all find it really they're exciting that they're there. So, yeah, mm. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's cool that they're focusing on 
an old season as well, not the current season. Yeah. There's so many stories from the history of F1 that haven't been told to this new They're audience. They're not out there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you get a big name like Keanu, like, fuck, I'll watch anything that Keanu's anything in. Anything with oh him, so I'm in. I'm in. I, yeah, I love him. I met him at MotoGP and he was so nice. He's a cool like, guy. Oh you met God. him at MotoGP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you <meet> everyone, eh? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. I'm a very friendly person. <laughs> I swear, every time we talk about something, like, you've got a story to back it up with. It's fucking unbelievable. I wonder if he'd come on the podcast. Yeah, maybe we should reach out. If you've got any connections, bring yeah. him in. We'll ask him about the movie. We'll ask him about his motorcycle company. We'll see yeah, I know. Bring that's massive. In. Like, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, a big passion of his. Mm. He has his own factory. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, exactly. like I said, he's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose the, the final bit of news that came out this week was that um, Michael Andretti is still struggling to get into Formula One oh, as yeah. an 11th team. Obviously, he's, he's tried in the past to buy Sauber and it hasn't worked out. There's rumours swirling around in the background about Porsche and VW trying to get into Formula 1 in 2026. Honda uh, open to returning to F1 in 2026. I suppose the question that I've got for you guys is, in the current market of Formula 1, do we need an 11th team? Or is it kind of, it's working very well at the moment, don't touch it, just leave it as it is? Oh, do you know what? I think competition is great. Why not, Mm. you know, bring it on, bring in another... Another team, you know, they're already bringing on so many more um, races into mm, the season yeah. as well, which is hectic. Yeah. Um, so it's like if you've got the power, you've got the money and you've got the know-how and there's definitely the drivers out there. I mean, yeah. look at even the That's drivers that are sitting on the sideline, exactly. Piastri, yeah. you know, so many other guys like that as well. It's, yeah. um, it's going to be really exciting. And I'm, I'm like, why not? Yeah. Bring it on. I, and for that reason, I agree that the, another, like an 11th team would be good mm. is just for the opportunity. Like the fact that there's only 20 spots available. Yeah. And there's so many drivers that just don't ever reach the mark that could have. Mm. Yeah, another team would just open up two more seats. So that'd be, yeah, I exactly. think it'd be good. The, I think the big stumbling block for him is just the money. You know, the, the money, you, you yeah. bring in that 11th team, you're diluting the prize fund for everybody else from the overall revenues. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just, I remember. Yeah. He's got to stump that up. And obviously the other team principals aren't too keen to talk to him at the moment. It kind of seems like a bit of a European boys club. There's but, a bit of a standoff as well. Yeah, yeah I, I mean... From from discussions we had earlier, you were saying something like you, you got to commit to the the contract for yeah, five, five years, yeah, five years, yeah, and and help with that dilution. But mm. I, I guess what I, what I find interesting or what I would want to know is like what happens after that. Is it just that contract and then you yeah. don't have to continue with those payments, or yeah. does it keep getting renewed? That's the question. Like if they're not competitive in five years, what's just stopping him from pulling the plug? You know, so many teams yeah. have come and gone in the past. Yeah, mm. why should his team be? Any different, any different in that respect yeah. it is a bit of a precious club though as well let's let's yeah. be honest you know yeah. what I mean so it's only oh, that yeah. Drive Survive has actually opened it up for uh, people who weren't fans to you know take it on board and have a look and have a listen and see what yeah. it's all about yeah. I kind of think you know bringing uh, this option forward would be great and I'd just be the guy the, everything like Red Bull Mercedes all of them would be just like no no we want to keep it to the teams that we have we want to keep it mm. to our sect yeah. that's it the end and they'd be like proper like Grinches with letting anybody they else in you know no. but I do think yeah if there is a time that like timing is perfect now to say yeah, break with the in. budget cap and everything as well and not even just that just like with the way that like f1 is trending and becoming so much more popular mm. i think sponsorship will go like the opportunities will just present themselves because it's yeah. becoming like you said look drive survive came out now we've got like documentaries and movies coming out like yeah and the american the audience is just, like they love that shit they, they eat it wrap up, it up. They, yeah. they eat it up i mean there's yeah. so many people they eat it up two american teams you're just waiting for that first american driver to bust onto the grid and then to you, break, just, you yeah. feel like the whole thing is just gonna then explode hear the end of it yeah. they'll think they invented it and like no and like <laughs> <laughs> fucking honestly <laughs> yeah, it's ours. <laughs> <They're> unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> we've been around forever <laughs> 
but like I think also there's so much money in it and that's always yeah. plays a massive part in it so you know the end decision you know is going to be down to pretty much F1 and mm. yeah. you know money talks yeah, yeah. how exactly. bad do you want to get into the sport yeah, exactly. that's going to be what it comes down to yeah like guys obviously this weekend the racing is back uh, yeah. we're going to be heading to Le Casselet the French GP um, obviously a lot of teams need a good result um, I think one in my opinion that really needs a good result is probably Alpha Tauri Obviously, yeah, Williams 100%. and Aston Martin, they're always floating around, but I think Alpha Tauri have really dropped off the boil on the last few weeks. Well, even just compared to last season, they're just so off the mark. Like, mm. like you said, Williams are always at the bottom, let's be real, but yeah. Alpha Tauri last year were doing pretty solid. Like, this year, they just can't seem to get it together, especially Pierre. Like, I don't know what's going on, but... Yeah, the last few races have been tough for him. He's just having a shocker. So, yeah, if someone needs it, it's him and he's at home, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I kind of think as well, like in the, so many other teams have had so many opportunities in, I think this is race 12 now we're coming up to? Yeah, 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah so like the 11 races that we had so far, there's been such a mixed bag of wins and um, you know, the, the bottom table of the teams popping themselves up into the middle table yeah. Yeah. and things like that, whether they really haven't shown any kind of like grit or push forward to actually get themselves and stand up there. And I kind of worry about uh, Gasly's position. Mm. as well, you know, because that could be something that could be, you know, definitely He's shunted. definitely another one that could be been in like worrying times for his for his contract and stuff like yeah. I'm telling you his season's just been piss poor yeah it's, so. it, it's it's faded into the background more than anything yeah yeah and I mean they've faded to the back of the midfield you're going to have that McLaren versus Alpine fight again at the front of the midfield um, what do we reckon the chances are that McLaren's going to have a good weekend this weekend they got fifth and sixth last year so that was one of their better ones honestly at this point I just expect them to do bad mm. so that any result is good. <laughs> Low expectations. Because I've seen them wanting them to do good every week. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've just wanted Danny Rick to do good every week and each week I get let down. So, you yeah. know what? I go with no expectations mm. and whatever comes, comes. Well, I mean, it's going to be the Haster class again. They're going to come. I don't mind they're, that. I actually they're going to come that. through with the goods. I don't mind that. Angry Shumi. He's just going to yeah. come in. He's going to get been, points again. Yeah, like we said last week, he's been getting the elbows out. He's been showing a bit of bit of grub in him. In mm. him. So I don't mind that. I'm happy if they're still there, but in terms of McLaren, fuck. At this point, I've, I've almost given up on them. Yeah. Do you feel they're going to be in the top 10? Yeah, no, I do feel they'll be in the top 10, but considering where I thought they would be at the start of the season, mm. I thought they'd be pushing for top five consecutively. Yeah. And they're nowhere near that. And so, they're talking big. And they're talking big. Yeah. So, yeah, now to settle for top 10, I mean, at this point... Even if they're not, it probably doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and to see sort of Alpine kind of leap in front of them as well. I mean, if, if, if Alonso had had better luck this season, they would be miles in front. Oh, they'd be, yeah, they'd be well ahead. Mm. And I suppose then taking it back to the, the three top teams, Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull, um, this is obviously a track that's got some characteristics similar to Silverstone. Are we going to see Mercedes jump back up and make it a three-way fight at the front? Yeah, well, I was um, watching um, a hot lap um, with um, Nico Rosberg and he was saying that we know the first um, turn is always really important uh, when you're, they're taking off on the track. But he said this one particularly is like where it's like dangerous as fuck. He said oh, really? it's unbelievable. He said just watch out for it. They're unbelievable. Like mm. they get that that first turn and they'll be little on, literally on top of each other. You yeah. know, it's unbelievable. It's got... 15 corners from what I believe and a couple of DRSs, um, yeah. I think so. They call it kind of like a safe track, but yeah. it's a fast track. I was going to say, let's if you can figure out where the corners go because when you look at this track from above, like it's got so many freaking different layouts. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell where half of the corners are going sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so then, um, so Red Bull and Ferrari, I mean, in my opinion, they're going to fight at the front again. 
this is sort of another front limited circuit. So could steer back in towards the Red Bull type of area of competitiveness. But you don't reckon Mercedes are up there this week? I think Mercedes will be strong. I think we saw in the last two races that yeah. they've definitely got something. Um, but I suppose the big thing is just going to be seeing if Ferrari can continue to build on the momentum that they built that they've they've created the last two races. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess that remains to be seen. And I suppose just circling back on it, the the track itself. I mean, in my opinion, this is going to be probably one of the more boring yeah. permanent yeah, tracks of the of the calendar. As fun to watch usually, but yeah. yeah. But I think as well as that, there's from the last race that we saw as well. Like there's so many people that just really want to get their step up there. Like mm. I really feel Mick is really going to surprise us even more so again. You know, yeah. I think Alonso's got an awful lot in him as well. Yeah. He's ready to keep fighting as well. And you know what? Even though what we said about McLaren, I really think they cannot dismiss Norris. No, he's Do you know been what I mean? good for like, yeah, he's I good really for think like he's got, he's got, he's got that in him as well. And, you know, and yeah, maybe even uh, Bottas as well, you know. He's a really great driver. Actually, he I'd really for- is. I'd forgotten about people needing a good result. I think Alpha is probably one up they there do that need do a need a good result. result. Yeah, they do need a good result. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's been a few, few races without points for Bottas. And, you know, Joe's obviously coming back from his big accident. Yeah. It'd be good to see them get a good result, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I saw that um, uh, at the weekend, you know, because they obviously have the weekend off from racing as well, mm. um, that uh, Bottas was out cycling the hills yeah. with his partner as well. Like, I was like, wow, she obviously definitely keeps him fit. <laughs> well, isn't like, she, like, triathlete or something? She's Aussie. His yeah, partner. she's yeah. an Aussie triathlete. Yeah, 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 so she's probably fitter than him. Yeah, yeah. oh, it looked like it. Yeah. <laughs> he jumped on the back of, um, like, a, a moped uh, to, to watch her and just keep her going. Oh, she was actually working out and he was yeah, on the moped. he did a bit with her, but then he, he jumped off and then he jumped He's on like, her. I've had that. enough. And then you could see him, he was doing a bit of dancing. It was, oh my God, I was like, that guy is hilarious. He's like, good. That sounds like yeah. a I'm a big fan of Bottas. Yeah, he's coming out of his shell this year. Yeah. He's good laugh. I'm a big fan. So I suppose then I'll get your predictions for this weekend. Fuck. Okay. Maddie, I'll go with you first. Yeah, right. Oh, honestly, I'm going to go Max Lewis Checo. Max Lewis Checo. Yeah. Carol, do you agree? No. No. <laughs> Good. Only slightly. No, um, I'm going um, Max Perez Leclerc. Max Perez Leclerc. So you're both going double Red Bulls on the. Oh podium. yeah, I think the Red Bulls. Well, are... double Red. It was double Red Bull last, last year. year. Yeah, you know? true, true. So yeah, and they're very competitive. You know, be hard not to put them in the top three. To be honest with you, it's mm. competitive with themselves with respect, but yeah. they're they're definitely. Um, I was looking last year's race and you could see that obviously um, Verstappen um, was able to mm. bypass Perez so he could get it for obviously uh, constructive like uh, points. The points and then afterwards like Perez um, was going along and they were like just go get him go get him like, I was like awesome they worked they hunted as a team last year yeah, to pull off time. a good result yeah. Yeah. and who, what do you reckon you're going to have Ferrari out if you were three Ferraris you, you put them forward come on <laughs> you have all three of them in there you guys know me too well now um, I mean I learned the hard way last weekend well yeah two weekends ago about betting against your own team so um, now fuck I don't really know what to do now because <laughs> it worked I'm, I'm afraid of like of upsetting it but I will say Charles first I think he's been driving really well the last two races if yeah. they're competitive he'll, he'll be in the fight again um, I, I think Hamilton second Nice. I see Mercedes doing well think, this weekend. Think, yeah, I think they're going to have a good weekend. And again, he's been in he's been in good um good form. And um yeah, we'll say Max third cuz again, he's he's been going well. So, you can't really discount him at so this point. So Charles 
Charles Lewis, Lewis Max. Max. Okay. So yeah. we we got some overlapping things. I'm the only one that picked Ferrari, so I'm a bit upset about that. But you know, <laughs> I, yeah. I expected even better. a Ferrari for us all to go around. Expect, Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I expect it better <laughs> exactly from my teammates. Right. You guys are meant to know stuff about F1. I do, and I just <laughs> and I know how, have to vote for them. And I know how unreliable they are, so I'm not putting my money on them. <laughs> yeah, two shows. Box. Yes, box. Box. So pit stop over and done with. Welcome to the couch, Cat. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Yay! Another girl on the couch. I'm outnumbered <laughs> now, but we're going to go straight into a game. So it's a bit of a word association, one word answer game. So I'm basically going to give each one of you guys a word. Oh, you girls a word, sorry. And um, <laughs> you guys are going to name basically the first thing that pops into your head. So the first cool. first word that you think of when I say this, and then um, if you want to give me a little bit of an explanation as to why you've thought of that word, that's cool too. So Cat, you're new. We're going to start with you. Great. So straight off the bat, Ferrari. Carlos signs. Okay, that's a name, but uh, we'll call it. Is it just like a random word? Oh, one word. Mm. One word, okay. Do you want to have another crack Ferrari, yep. Yeah. Red. Yeah, I suppose that's kind of self-explanatory. That's pretty self-explanatory, <laughs> isn't it? All right, Carol, Mercedes. Fighting. Fighting. Yeah. What's your thought behind that? I think because they're, even though like Lewis has like been winning all the time and he's been really good, I really feel that Russell is fighting for the position to be number one, mm. you know? So I feel that, you know, there's camaraderie there with each other, but I kind of think that Russell is just dying to get on top of him. And with Lewis not being too great this year compared to the last few years, yeah. that there's a fighting chance that Russell has got an opportunity there. Not them fighting to get back to the front? Oh, there's that too. <laughs> Multifaceted. <laughs> All right, Kat, we'll go back to you. Um, Red Bull. Angry. Angry? Yeah. Is that because of Verstappen in particular? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Max is not my favourite of the drivers. Okay. I am a Lewis girl myself. Oh, so we basically might not have even swapped Maddie. Like, but, <laughs> it's the same thing. But, no, I do respect Max, but I feel like he, he yeah, he's just a bit of an angry person. Yeah, especially on the grid. He definitely is. Yeah. Okay, Carol, back to you. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. Um, charity. Charity? Yeah. Interesting one. Yeah. Um, I only say that because he's pushing his, um, his Mission 44, mm. um, which is obviously getting um, you know uh, younger kids, diversity, mixing them all up into opportunities yeah. that they may never have had like he did. You know, He didn't come from a very rich family and look how well he's done. So he's really passionate about that. So yeah, charity. Yeah, true. I'm, I mean, I'm not the biggest Lewis fan, but I'll, I won't knock his effort on those parts. Um, Kat, Charles Leclerc, my boy. Monaco. Monaco, yeah. Like it's the first word that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah he's got a good life coming from Monaco, driving Ferrari, paid millions. He's living the dream. He oh. is living the dream, literally. Um, <laughs> Carol, Danny Ricciardo. Oh. Stay. Stay? Stay. So that's what you think is going to happen, obviously? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Self-explanatory then. Um, Kat, Mick Schumacher. Goat. Goat? Goat starts. Goat starts. Schumacher is the goat. Yeah, true. <laughs> I agree with you there on that one, 100%. Uh, Carol, French Grand Prix. Boring. Hmm. This track in particular yeah. or just in general? The, well, <laughs> not the people, of course. <laughs> Um, no, the track, yeah. It hasn't always been the most exciting track, as I said, you know, mm. but um, it, maybe they might change that mind for myself this weekend. Who knows? But yeah, it's been known as a bit of a, you know, mundane track. So a bit of yeah. speed, but that's about it. True. Do you agree with that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much that goes on, to be fair. No. You kind of need a little bit of DNF vibes to go on for it to actually get exciting, I feel. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
So your next one, Kat, is yep. Nicholas Latifi. Ooh. <laughs> Surely this is goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually can't. I can't even think of like all I'm thinking is like. Canada, is this because he's so bland I just, in the background? I feel like like this morning I actually watched the video that Williams posted of him and um, Alex Alban, mm. and I'm just like. You're just a bit dry. Yeah. Mm. He's a sucker He's just a bit a bit dry. So the word's Brilliant. dry. <laughs> dry. <laughs> we got there in the end. Sorry. <laughs> Brilliant. Just in case. <laughs> Jeez. And um, Carol, the last one for you is Christian Horner. I actually said angry as well. Angry as well. Yeah, definitely. Bit, bit of yeah. a theme here for Red Bull. Just a really angry team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a go-getter for sure. Um, yeah. But I have to say, um, his anger pushes through for these teams, to, this team to keep going. Mm. Like, you know, he's he's definitely the backbone yeah. of the team there. You know, I, I have to say, any time that I've, you know, uh, worked on that pit wall, he is really, really nice. But he seems to come across as a really tough arsehole yeah. to his team just to get that across, you know. So, but, yeah. you know, it works and, you know, they're winning. Strong so. leadership would be like the polite way to put it. Yeah. And I mean, you wouldn't know, actually. Maybe he's got a softer side because he's married to Ginger Spice. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> You'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And Kat, your last one is Sebastian Vettel. Oh, was he on a Vespa in Melbourne? When he was, he was riding on, on the grid? On a bike or something. Or was he on a Vespa? It was, I think it was, like, it was like a little motorcycle. Two wheels. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, actually, did he take... The oh yeah he sorry yeah when he broke it. when he broke down yeah when yeah, he yeah, broke down yeah. would you would you believe I was actually in the middle of climbing a tree <laughs> in <laughs> the middle on. of climbing a tree at the Melbourne Grand Prix yeah and he's just driven past and I'm just sat there and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna fall out of this tree <laughs> it was one of our track got officials smacked. because he had to go into race control and mm. do a full um uh, uh, chat on it like why. Yeah. Um, he let him have it. And he goes, what am I going to do? Vettel wants my bike. I'm, what am I going to say? No. Yeah. And he walked back to the race control to talk about it. And I was looking at him. I was like, oh my God. Did he get fined for that? He well, he got a warning. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so that's what two, did cop something for it. two yeah. warning fines this season for him. Jeez. Rogue Vettel. <laughs> exactly. You love to see it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, he, he's in that phase now where he's just speaking his mind. He doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, he does not care. Yeah. No. You love I'm, to see it though. I'm nice. all here for Boxes it. Boxes over pants, beards, all sorts going on. Yeah. yeah. Beehives. A lot happening. <laughs> yeah, the beehives is a big one recently. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to move on to the next game now. And um, this worked pretty well mm-hmm. last week, but we've got a new member on the couch this week, so we'll have another crack at it. Um, so would you rather? So I'll flick these to both of you. Um, Kat, you can go first. Cool. So, would you rather have your home nation's track named after you because you're a very successful driver, very popular driver, but you're infamous because you died in an F1 accident, what? or yeah, it took a morbid turn. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my days! Or you win many times at your home track, but it's never named after you. The second one. The second one. Because you're alive, <laughs> and you get to live that legacy of like you've won at that track. You're not dead. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, I'd cop being alive over like, you know, being in an accident and see you later. I've just got to say, I didn't write this question. This has just, <laughs> just come across that's the iPad. <laughs> yeah. 
that's ours. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going with Cat as well. I'll be going for the second one as well, you know. And yeah. can you imagine, you know, you're going to be, you know, winning all the time. That's great. And you're always going to be invited back to that track anyway. It's yeah. practically named exactly after you. Right. You've done so well. Maybe they'll give you a corner or something. Yeah. Carol's Corner. Cat's or a corner, Carol's Corner. Or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to say the same for me. <laughs> I'd definitely rather yeah. still be alive. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. I value life. Um, <laughs> Carol, I'll start with you for this one. Would you rather create the most successful team in history, but you were not a successful driver, or would you rather be the most successful driver in history, but your team is rubbish? Oh, the second one, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a bit yeah. selfish. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's... can it's, tell you it's, used to race. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lonely life being a driver, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, even if you're in a team, you're, you know, you're, you're winning for yourself anyway. And mm. I kind of think, like, your success is going to be the factor for you to move forward. True. So, yeah, no, definitely number two. Same I would actually go number one on the basis oh, okay. that if you're a good driver, but then you come to a team and you aren't able to get good results mm. i feel like that would sort of tarnish your your legacy a little bit yeah like i feel like you, yeah if you're a kind of like am i allowed to swear yeah of course if you're a shit driver <laughs> <laughs> then you know coming to a team you'd kind of already have relatively people mm. would have low expectations of you already so if you were to get good results then it would kind of like Boost you up a little bit, even as a shit driver. You know mm. what I mean? It's like, like a race. For example, like if Latifi too. was to go on in the future. <laughs> oh my God, where the hell would he go? Have a successful team. Yeah. You know, people would kind of like look past the fact that he was, yeah, you, you sucked as an F1 driver. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if that was going to happen. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> but just theoretically speaking. Mm. It could be like leave Tifi, leave. Yeah. That could be a new one actually, <laughs> yeah. other than goat Tifi. <laughs> Kind of work. It's kind of a bit more applicable because he's definitely not the goat. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think for me, I haven't really thought about this prior to this, but um, I probably have to go with successful driver just because I've I've always remembered the successful drivers um, when I look back on sort of my favourite seasons of F1. But that's not to say that I don't appreciate successful teams. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I'd say successful driver. Okay. And then um, the last one, I'll start with you, Kat, again. Um, awesome. So it's win a few championships in the first few years of your career and then you're no longer successful and you fade into oblivion or start off as a backmarker in your first few years that no one cares about, but then you go on to become a very successful driver. Number two, of course. So finish strong. 100%. Yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, people are going to remember the back end of your career mm. on the basis that it's like... The last thing they remember. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. You know. Not everyone starts strong when they get into F1. So yeah. I feel like starting off strong, yeah, that would be sweet. But like starting off strong and then ending up, you know, in a shit spot where you're just not getting anywhere, mm. that would suck. I'd hate that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd totally rather just like build it up and get there and then end up just like continuing that on until you decide to stop. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you as well. Start off as the rookie, you yeah. know, build your momentum, you know, build up your championship, your, you know, how you do. And, you know, if you go in as a real strong one, then you're going to set that, you know, that pedestal for yourself. So I kind of think, yeah, definitely yeah. start low, work your way up. No 100%. expectations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look, Winning at the end. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> That's what you want. We're three for three. I agree with you too. Yeah. So yeah, the, the first one kind of reminds me of like Jacques Villeneuve that he just came in, 
won a championship, fucked off. No one cares about yeah. him anymore. <laughs> yeah. I also Jack feel like that first exactly. one, not necessarily, obviously, Danny Rick hasn't won a championship or anything, but I also yeah. feel like that kind of relates to him at the moment. Like he was doing so well and then he's kind of dropped off. and Yeah, it sums up his current arc. Yeah, totally. Well, it's funny even when you kind of think about, I remember there was like a lot of abuse uh, going around when Nico retired. And when he retired, they're like, he said to everybody that like, I want to win the championship, that's it, and then I'm gone. Whether obviously Lewis had turned around and he goes, one, whatever. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but like, that's what he wanted. That's what he got. And he's moved on to so many other things. So, yeah, totally. You know, he, he reached his peak and he left. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Look, while you're in the pits, Kat, we obviously, we spoke a little bit about the, the French GP and we did a bit of a preview. Um, I suppose it's a good idea or a good time to get your, your preview, get your predictions of who you think is going to finish in the top three. Okay. I mean, obviously, based on recent races... See, as a very loyal Mercedes girl, if I'm being <laughs> fanatical like about it, yeah, 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 yeah. I would love for Merck to obviously be up there, but I think they're making their way there. I mm. think they're getting there slowly. Um, obviously, the last race was very lucky for Lewis getting a podium mm. because of all the DNFs that ended up happening towards the end of the race. Mm. But I do definitely feel, obviously, Red Bull, Red Bull, bleh, Red Bull Ferrari always coming out on top. And yeah. then I feel like third place is always, always going to be like, there's always a fight going on yeah. with that. Right. So it could be, it could be Mercedes. It could be McLaren. You just don't know because it's so, I guess, especially with all the issues that Ferrari have had recently with the cars yep. and even Red Bull as well. Last, last couple of races, it's been just a shambles. So I feel like third place is just, it's anyone's game really. So I don't even have like a, prediction for that so if you had to name your three drivers if I had to name my top three if I had to name my top three I would love it to be Charles Leclerc Carlos Sainz Checo Perez if I'm being logical okay Oh, interesting. Well, I'd love that too. Yeah. That would work very well for me. Yeah. You two can sit on that side of the couch. I mean, <laughs> Charlotte Claire or Carlos Sainz, I don't really mind who, no. who ends up winning, but... I kind of think there's something with Russell there. I was looking at back uh, one of his um, his winning race at um, the French Grand Prix for yeah. F2 when he won that. And that was only 2018. Mm. Like, that really isn't that long ago. Yeah, and I was like looking at him and I was like, wow, you know, he's got a lot of love for that track. Yeah. It was really big for him as well. So, you know, he could... He could, could raise the merc. Yeah, yeah, do something good there. Yeah. yeah. How about that? A late shout for um, for George Russell mm. to do well this weekend. I do like him. Oh, I don't. Really? <laughs> no, I just, oh, something about him. He rubs me up the wrong way. But that can be a story for another time, I guess. <laughs> we'll have a word, right? <laughs> yeah, he's just got that like air of like British private schoolboy that just is. He does, I but know. I do feel like he executes it in a good way. For the most part, I do feel like he executes it in a good way. He's just like, he's a bit awkward. Have you guys seen that trend that's going on actually on the internet, on Twitter at the moment? Oh, George the like, type of guy. Yeah, yeah. George what? the type of guy. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. And he's actually started responding to some of those tweets as well. Yeah. It's so funny. It's what like is George that? What do you mean? George like? is the type of guy to like slap his legs before he gets up and say, right, let's go. <laughs> and he's been responding to these tweets and it's hilarious. That's um, actually true though. He probably would do that. First Definitely. thing I'm going to check when I go back home now. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Might have to throw some of those up on the Instagram. 100%. Yeah, people deserve to see these. Discussion would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Look, on that note, um, obviously to all our listeners, just remember to follow us on our socials at The Lockout Podcast. Um, leave us a, a great review on, on Spotify or on um, Apple Podcasts. Um, we're always here having a look at them and um, we appreciate all the feedback. 
Um, that's all we've got time for this week. We'll be back next week to wrap up the French Grand Prix and look ahead to the future Hungarian Grand Prix. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on the couch. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for having me. Anytime.